This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good afternoon. We are live in downtown Toronto in Liberty Village, and our phone number is 416-360-0740. This is a show dedicated to stuff, old, special, valuable stuff in many cases. You can get a free appraisal on this show. Maybe it's an heirloom you've been sitting on for generations. You're curious about its real market value. Again, our phone number is uh, 416-360-0740. That's 416 416- Three six zero zero seven forty. If you're out of town, the number is one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. That's one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. Maybe you have an old coin collection, a stamp collection, an old statue you're curious about. Maybe it's old farm equipment. Who knows? Anything you have lying around your house or your properties that you think might have a special or unique value, you can have a free assessment on this show. Who will do that assessment? It's a man who has found fame in fortune. Finding hidden value in items that most people would overlook. You know him as one of the stars of Storage Wars Canada, Paul Kenny. Good afternoon. How are you doing? Not bad. Busy week for you? Holy cow. And I, and I, I can't believe I'm doing this. Like, I'm, I can believe I'm doing this show. Okay, yeah, you're I here. Just, it's reality, week, yeah. Yeah, this, <laughs> week, this week I signed up to do the Christie Antique Show. Okay, this you is know, the big outdoor one, is that it? This is the biggest show in Canada, okay. It's the most work in Canada. It is like it's held at the Christie uh, Conservation Area on okay. Highway Five. Yeah, and it is like it's only held twice a year. Ooh. Okay, and I I used to do it years ago, and it was a great show. I mean, there was people coming from all over the United States, Canada, and uh, everyone made it. It was the one show that everyone went to. Well, they went to Yorkdale, which was an indoor show, but this show is held in a giant conservation area, a field. Okay, what a better place to put all these antiques in a field? I was just going to say, what do they typically sell there? Everything, everything. There are a lot of dealers who will save their stuff for this show, okay? They'll be buying all year long just to bring show stuff to this show. Cool. It's like there is, it's at 8 o'clock. I got to say, it's rain or shine. Now, rain or shine is important with the Christie Antique Show. If it, yes. No, no, no. Wait a minute. Listen to me My here. My Fabergé egg collection can't be outside. It's kind of critical. Yeah. No, no. If it's rainy, well, obviously I don't want to go because it's rainy, but that's when you get the best deals mm. because they've saved this stuff and they got they want to sell it. Okay. And if it's shiny, it's just a great time. Okay. There's nothing better than me outside, walking around, picking out your antiques, seeing how they look like in the sunlight. Okay, but some people have they have tents there and everything like this. But it's like there's about ten thousand people there. It's free parking. Okay, there it's acres and acres 
of antiques of every single thing you can possibly imagine. I'm looking for a Harley Davidson knucklehead motorcycle. Any odds it shows up there? Something like that? Like rare items? Cars? Are there cars? Probably. Okay. Or All parts right. of it there. I've been there. I've bought there. It's a, it's a great show. I've had. I used to have a lot of fun. I just stopped doing because in one way I'm getting lazier. Okay, uh-huh. but okay. I but I'm getting so much stuff from from people from the people who listen to the show, and they'll call in and I get stuff and I'm starting to accumulate some stuff. So I want to be at that show, and we're I'm going to be there with Bogart. We're going to be in booth Y10. 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 I don't know. <laughs> But I'm also going to give away a couple of billion dollars in Zimbabwe money. Okay. So, and we'll be there giving out prices and stuff like this. But we're going to be at the Christie Antique Show. I got to say a couple things. They told me stuff. I didn't realize this. When does it go? And where? On May, it's the last Saturday. Now, this is just important. This is what I'm telling you now. The last Saturday in May, it's on, uh, there's just May 27th, 8 o'clock in the morning. And you can come all day. It goes to four. Dealers are not allowed to pack up early. Okay. So no matter what time you come, there's going to be people there. But it's best to come early to get the best deals. Okay. Okay. But it's going to – and no one can possibly walk the whole show. It's like acres and acres. It's a conservation area. Like there's 250 or 260 booths there. Wow. Okay. So imagine how much antiques that is. Okay. And there's, it's everything. There's a, from lawn furniture – to like you say, Fabergé eggs. There might be one there. There's. <laughs> I was kidding. That's an example, but yes. Yeah, but collectors of anything, whether it be antique furniture, cars, collectibles, whatever. Yeah, and they got. Uh, it's such a big show. They actually have money machines on site. They have food on site, of course, and they'll have people. If you buy some furniture, they have. It's been going long. It's the most professional show in Canada. Okay. Okay. They know that people are coming there. It's not unusual to see a ten thousand dollar cupboard go out, and it's not unusual to see a four dollar fork go out. Okay? Interesting. Okay. But the ten thousand cupboard, someone will get delivered to their house. It's been. This show has been. I don't know how long it's been running. But I was doing it probably 20 years ago. And so what are you, the MC for this thing, or no, what's happening? No, I'm, no. You're just there. I'm a grunt. Okay. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm okay. At, I am one of the dealers set up in a tent on Y10, and I'm going to be set up selling stuff that I've acquired in the last six months. I'm going to have some stuff that we have from the show. Some stuff that was featured on the radio. I'm, yeah, stuff that's oh, featured that's so on the radio. Cool. But also stuff that was featured on, my, on our TV show, okay, because there's mm-hmm. some things I've held and held and held. Um, you'll be able to recognize me. I'm hoping it's really warm so I can wear my back to go and wear my Hawaiian shirts again. Okay. So I'm looking forward to this. And I say, I know a lot of people that hear, oh, Christy was last week. I missed it. This is why we're telling you in advance. May 27th, Saturday. If for no other reason, say you don't want any antiques, but you just want to come and meet me, I'll be there. Okay. Well, and walk around and have some food or something like that. Because it yeah. sounds like it's a bit of a festival. Is that what's happening? Oh, there's 10,000 people go. Um, and it's, and you'll meet old friends, and everyone's just, and you you run into people. I well, I didn't know you go to Christie. You know, it was one of those type of things. The best, it's the best dealers in Canada, and some of the best antiques. Show up early, have some fun, and like I say, even if it's raining, come anyway. And it's down the street, by the way, from my friend on Clapperson. It's on Highway Five, I mentioned. Yeah, which is where my buddy on Clapperson's corners. He has his best day of the year on Christie. Because really? People, well, they drop in on the way to Christie or on the way back from Christie because he's like one half a mile west, well, west of six on five. And if you keep on going down five, that's when you get to the Christie Conservation Area. There's so, like a lake there and a pond and stuff. This whole like area is like the hub for antiques in Ontario. Is that what's happening? A lot of stuff. Well, no, who can afford to have an antique shop in Toronto? 
This is true. This is true. Yes, I agree with that. But I'm saying, come and visit my friend on Clapperson's Corners. He's there. And like I say, the Christie Antique Show, May 27th. And we'll talk over the next couple of weeks. Plus, you know something? If you have a whole household that you want to do as much work as I do, you might be able to set up a booth there. People are. What do you it, mean? A private citizen might even set up a booth? I guess why not? Why not? If you got enough stuff, yeah. If you got enough stuff. I don't know what their rules are on that. They want you to have antiques. That's one thing. Do you have to pay for a spot? As a, can oh, yeah. I just show up with my antique bicycle collection and no, go to town? No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. You have to have real stuff. No, they're not going to allow flea market stuff. It's, it's all antiques. But if you have stuff or an antique dealer hasn't done it in years, I know they've got some spaces available right now because it's cool. 250 spots because some of us antique dealers are getting old and so this yeah. is your Woodstock semi biannually. It happens it. twice. Or the Coachella Christ- or Burning Man. This is your this, this is, is your concert. I see. Okay, this very is cool. It. Uh you're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. We are live in Liberty Village. We're taking your calls. You can get a free assessment on any collectible item that you have right now if you want a real time market value. Uh we can tell you that. Sometimes to the penny, what these things are worth. Maybe you have old coins, gold, silver, statues, art, fine china, antique toys. Sports memorabilia is sometimes huge on this show. Maybe it's an old piece of advertising or a watch that's rare or unique. Maybe it's a crossover piece. You can give us a call right now, 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. You can get a free appraisal from Paul Kenny, one of the stars of Storage Wars Canada. If you're out of town, don't worry about it. It's toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. So it's a busy week for you, obviously. Oh, yeah. Part of this week, I was listening. I only got the part of May the 4th be with you. Of what? Oh, yeah, on May the 4th? I had a lot of fun. Oh, you're listening to Zoomer. Of course I yeah, listen to Zoomer. Yeah, people love that show. It was right, it was on, I think it was on Thursday, it must have been on the 4th. Okay? Yeah, Face That's the Music, the Thursday edition, we did nothing but Star Wars or Star Wars related because of May the 4th. In, but I, I had a house call, and I, couldn't, I almost gave up on the house call, I was going to listen to you guys. But, do you have a podcast? I, I think I don't know, I'm not that plugged in oh, with those on, things. Oh, come on, wait a minute, I've got a podcast, <laughs> and I'm not nearly as good as you are. You don't have a podcast? <laughs> I don't know, I, I get paid to do radio. I'm happy if there's a podcast, and I would endorse it. I just don't know, I don't, I don't maybe, I don't know. I know they listen. I'm people... not a model employee when it comes to things like that, but well, yes. But you don't even have to do the work, all you do is... Please record me and put me on a podcast. Yes, presumably some very bright technical person posts it, but I'm unaware of it. Yes. Do you have podcast envy right now? Because <clears throat> I, I know that this is a podcast. Yes, yeah, I'm aware okay. of that. Yeah. But if you want to branch out and be Podcast West, you can have your own podcast. Because I actually wanted to listen to more of your show the other day. Okay. But I was listening. I had work to do. Like, I actually have to work. Mm-hmm. Pay for all this stuff I hear you. I, I hear you. But I thought that was, what a great idea. And like the old idea of the, th- the themes and stuff like that. But And I would have been able to... I I'm a big be- fan of best of shows, too. Like when Libby does the best of the week, I would say, well, these were the highlights. So if you yeah. miss Tuesday or Thursday, if you miss something great, you'll catch it on the best of days. Okay. I didn't yeah, know yeah, that. yeah. So okay. best of's podcasts are all fantastic. Yeah, for sure. But I was, okay, the other day I was having fun. So you're on Thursdays and Fridays, right? Yeah, face the music. Correct. So yeah. you don't have a May the 5th be with you, no? <laughs> no, we <laughs> were going to do Johnny Cinco, Walker commercial? No. We were going to do Cinco de Mayo and do Spanish rock songs for Friday, but then everyone's like, oh, the rain, the rain, which didn't pan out. I don't yeah. know. I was in downtown Toronto. I thought Saturday, Sunday was supposed to be uh, get ready to portage your way into work, and then we've had very, very little rain. So I don't I know, know what happened. I had a flood on Thursday, so I know it was there. It was what well, you had a flood, just a small one. You're at Etobicoke, yeah, but it's just it's a different climate than me and the beaches. Is yeah. that, I don't, it wasn't bad where we are. Okay, 
No, on the news they were saying you guys had a lot of uh, problems down there. I'm saying my personal experience was that there was no rain. So I don't know what they were talking about. In case you haven't noticed, the board is lit up. I know. We have work to do. We're yammering about (laughs) the weather and other Zoomer radio programs. Uh, Philip in Grimsby is going to be our first caller. Philip, how are you doing? Sorry for the delay. You're live on Zoomer radio. Thanks very much. Good morning. Or afternoon. Good afternoon. I've got a collection of flags. I'm going to call them flags. They're um, little uh, four-inch by approximately two-inch cloth flags, and they've got uh, military figures on them. Some of them have uh, flowers, national flowers, and a bunch of them have actual flags, uh, flags of various countries. Uh, Are they pennant-shaped? anymore. Are they uh, in a rectangular shape? or? They're rectangular shape. Okay. How old are these, and where did you get them? I'm assuming that they are from around the 1920s or 30s. Oh, then I'd like to see them. Um, To my knowledge, they they came in cigarette packages. Oh, silks. Okay, sorry. No, okay. What you've got are silks. Okay, now now you describe. Oh, everyone knows this. What are you talking about? So, in cigarette packs, they had different national flags. Yeah. At some point. Well, they you know they would rent I, I suppose as a premium in the package to encourage no. people to buy the product. Yeah, it'd be a premium. It started off. You know, everyone knows about oh, the the Honus Wagner card, the baseball card. Refresh my memory. Honus Wagner card. It was a card put into a pack of cigarettes to make the card. They put used to put a piece of cardboard in the pack of cigarettes to make it hard so that cigarettes wouldn't crush. Oh, Otis okay. Wagner didn't like smoking, so he said, you can't do this, and it became a very famous card. But they continued to make other cigarette cards. Now, what you've got, sir, is a cigarette silk. Now, they also put them in there because, because uh, the cigarettes weren't crushing. They put those into the tins and the hard cardboard packages, or they were even sent away as premiums, okay? So these premiums... And it, if you've got these little flags, a set like this can be sell for about a dollar. If you've got 50 of them, it's about $50. Okay. People do collect them. They're made, you are correct. They are actually made out of silk, and they're called silks. The ones that are flags are not the good ones. The ones that are sports-related or... Um, Military? Military's a little bit better. Military's good, but a sports is A lot of them the are best. various regiments, British and Canadian. Yeah. Um, oh. And the colored uniforms, spectacular coloring in them. Yeah. So there you go. It's an art piece, I guess. Yeah, but one of those, like going back, that Onus Wagner card, yep. you know, I think one sold for $3 million or $2 million. So you're saying originally in a cigarette pack, it would be soft and malleable, and people would often yeah. damage cigarettes inside. So they started putting cardboard inside them to give it some uh, a base, a foundation yeah. of some sort. And then they put sports figures on them. Or they put the sports figures are the best, lacrosse, hockey. The, the C55 set, about 1911, is worth about $25,000. What? For, and it's only got, I think it's, you know, C57. C57, sorry, with the Lalonde, is worth about 55000 and there are only 37 cards in it. Wow. So this is why I'm saying about people having this in the basement. And a lot of times you, they'll even store them in the old cigarette pack. I was going to say there's probably an unopened carton of cigarettes with these cards in them somewhere in somebody's basement. Who knows? Oh, yeah. But it's, that's, and it, not only that, it'll sell right away. Okay, so Philip and Grimsby, the answer is some money. I would have guessed zero. Look at that. It's some money. That's pretty good. And the military ones might be worth more. The military is slightly more. It depends if you have a complete set and if some of the countries aren't with us anymore. But come on into my shop at 10,341 Young Street. I'd love to see them. How's that? Yeah, I'll do that. Thank you very much. And in case you missed that, the store is located at 10,341 Young Street. If you have a, a special or unique item that you need Paul's eyes on, you can visit the store during regular workweek hours. Our next caller is Robert in Toronto. Robert, welcome to Consignment Heroes. You're live on Zoomer Radio. Hi, how are you? 
Good. Good. I have some uh, British stamps, uh, the U stamps from um, British Guyana. It's about 100 years old. Uh, do they have any value? Yes. If they're 100 years old and they've got the queen on them, but these are something that you have to can only bring. I can't do this one over the, uh, the over the phone. Okay. I have to. I have a person, I have an expert who comes in once a week. He will come and take a look at the stamps, and they can be anywhere between a dollar, even though it's 100 years old, to $5,000. I have so, to see them, and you have to bring them in. Um, and like I say, I, someone brought a collection in yesterday, and they had a lot of Queen Victoria, maybe... 500 Queen Victoria stamps. Whoa. So that's more work than I want to do. I don't blame you. But I do have an expert. I have an expert. You have to to bring them in, uh, leave them there. You can take photos of them. It'll depend on the condition. It'll depend on how they were stamped. If they're on the envelopes, don't take them off the envelopes. Don't mess with them. Okay. They have nothing. This is what happens to a lot of antiques. I say this all the time. For 50 years while it's in that trunk or on that shelf, Nothing's happening to it. More damage is done in the first five minutes that someone says, yay, look, these are worth money, and they wreck them. Yeah. So I try and tell people, if you buy, give me silver or silver, don't, don't clean it. Uh, if you've got cardboard or paper, please just leave it in the box. Let an expert go through it. If it's not worth anything, we're not out any money. But if it is worth something, we don't want to wreck it. I found an old Stradivarius violin in a barn house, and I sanded it and refinished it. Bad idea, right? Bad idea. Bad idea. Cost yourself a few million bucks easily. Our next caller is, is it Jeanette? Jeanette in Mississauga? Yes. Welcome to the show. How are you and what you got? I'm good. Well, I have sort of an unusual item. Um, I have an old Renfrew Cookwright stove. Uh, We had purchased a farm up in Mansfield in the 70s. And the house was very old, and uh, the stove was there. It's made by the Renfrew Machinery Company in Renfrew, Ontario. It's got six burner plates. It's oven with a thermostat. It has a water reservoir, a top warming compartment, and a wood burning compartment. And it weighs 500 pounds? Oh, it's heavy. It'll weigh more than that, yeah. Yeah. But I was going to say, you roll back the clock 20 years ago, wood stoves, like with all the patina and all the different finishings and all the colors, that was like the hottest ticket you could get, right? In an old cottage or somebody just bought a place in Muskoka, they want a beautiful wood stove in every room that they could actually theoretically cook on. We actually use this in the family room uh, at the farm. Okay, okay. The problem here is, is its weight. Okay, uh-huh. weight's good if you've got a gold item or a silver item, but if you've got weight and something is cast iron, it's only five cents a pound. On uh, and getting someone who deals in this kind of stuff, uh, that might be an idea. Some if you went to the Christie Antique Show, there might be some dealers who deal in cast iron products, uh-huh. and that's a specialist. I'm getting too old, and my back will not handle cast iron stoves. No, it's it's very very heavy. But. The thing is, it'll cost, maybe it's worth five hundred dollars, but it costs you three hundred to move it. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, yeah, you need a, you need a, fun, a buddy with a with a half ton pickup truck who doesn't care about having it maybe dent his bed, you know, grandson or a son and a couple of friends, and then drag it to Christie's and sell it there. That'd be your best hope. Uh, yeah. When is the Christie's show on? May twenty seventh, mm-hmm. the last Saturday in May. It's always a lot. I think that's Memorial kind of weekend, Memorial mm-hmm. in the states. 
Okay. You ought to know that. You're you're half American. Yeah, no, I don't know that one. No. It's the May 27th. It's not any other day. It's the Christie's Day, right? Yeah, That's a, your, the, your whole year is revolving around that. Yeah, May 27th. And that might be, you might find some dealers there who would buy something like that because that's a, definitely a specialist dealer. Yeah. And uh, where is Christie's located? It is on Highway 5 at the Christie Conservation Area. Uh-huh. Uh, Highway 5, just west of Highway 6. And oh, all the information yeah, they gave me. Go to Circle M years ago in that area. It's past that. Circle M is in between my friend on uh, Clappison's Corners and uh, the Christie Antique Show. Super. Thank you very much. This is going to be cool, man. They I'm excited all, for this thing. They gave me all this information. They didn't tell me where it was. <laughs> I know where it is because I've been there. But. We'll Google it. Make sure everyone can pop it into their GPS by the end of the show. Uh, by the way, if you have a special <laughs> item that you'd like to know, it's real-time market value. Maybe it's an antique. Maybe it's an old collection you've inherited or been working on for decades. Find out what it's worth right now. You can give us a phone call, 416-360-0740. Rare, obscure items. Maybe you don't even recognize it. Maybe you can just read the nameplate. You don't even know what the thing does. Give us a call, 416 416- 360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. Carol in Mississauga is our next caller. Oh, okay. Hey, Carol, how are you? Good. How are you? Not bad. What do you have? Well, I've got quite a collection of old catalogs uh, from Eaton's and Sears or Simpsons. Okay. But it goes back to the 70s. They're taking up a lot of space. I love them because I like to look through them every once in a while. Um but I'm wondering if they have any value as a collection to anybody. Uh, the last Eaton's catalog, I think, it was in 76. A lot of people saved that one. The ones out of the 20s, 30s, 40s, yes. Like old Canadian tire catalogs are worth money if they're pre-1970. Really? 70. Oh, yeah. Wow. And I just sold a 1955. I think it sold for $35. A Canadian tire 1955 Canadian tire. catalog. Yeah. Crazy. The Eaton's are thicker. Uh, they're great for reference, but because a lot of people have them, uh, $5 to $10 each. The 76 everyone's got. And then as you get back, if you get back pre-1960, the Christmas sections are worth $20, $25. Carol, you got any pre-1970 stuff? Um, I might have. I may have started in the 60s, but I know I seriously started in the 70s. How hard is it to get in touch with this market, though? There's collectors? Yeah, this is something at Southworks or at uh, the Christie Antique Show. We would take it on consignment, but they're not. Unfortunately, I can't. If something's only worth $5, it's not worth the paperwork of doing the consigning. This is where I have. And a whole collection. Right. Like, it, it's a little bit harder to work with. Carol, in fairness, we had a guy call in it, was it last week or a few weeks ago, and he said he had a, a stacks and stacks of Playboys, and you think that they might be collectible, and they're not really at all. You're like a dollar a thing or whatever, yeah. right? And it, and it costs a lot to ship. Um, oh, I'm, I know. They're heavy. Carol, i got to tell you, when you called in saying you got old catalogs, I said, oh, you, you got a busy recycling you know, yeah. pickup guy this week. That's all you've got. But apparently yeah. there's some money there. Oh, no, no. A sports catalog from 1930s is worth... Hundred dollars of anyone's money. Really, old Burke's catalogs out of the twenties are worth one hundred, one hundred fifty dollars. Old cal- um, we sold a WMF catalog from nineteen thirty, pre World War Two, and I got seven hundred dollars for it, U.S. Wow! Because of reference material. It, what do you mean reference material? Not everything's on the net. Some people got 
some people want to see it. They want to see what it sold for, what what year was out of. I have a radio flyer wagon from 1954. I want to know what it retailed for at that time, that sort of thing. Yeah, and some people want to recapture their childhood at vastly inflated prices, Yeah. Well, I even grew up in the 80s. What would you flick through the Sears catalog to look at Christmas toys and stuff like that, right? The 80s, might maybe I'm jaded on that because I've had so many of them, but the 80s to me is not that old. That's my problem. I'm not suggesting there's value. I'm just saying that, like, you yeah. wouldn't do that anymore. Now you sort of swipe right or left through your toys, but not, you know, paper doesn't exist there anymore. Not all of our listeners are on the Internet. I mean, a lot of them are. Yeah. But a lot of them, like, they don't like the old time, they want to touch it, feel it, see it. Like when we, what was one of the best days we had here? When we went over to that, if we'd seen that museum online, it would not the same thing as when we saw. You're talking Moses, about the TV museum the here TV museum? at the Zoomerplex. Not many people get hand guided tours from Moses Nimer through the TV museum. That's not really, you know, the average experience won't be as spectacular. But I know what you're saying, wouldn't pan out online. Yeah. yeah. But everyone who does have access to the internet should go to zoomerradio.ca. Right yeah. now, you can log on. There's a new camera set up in the studio. You can find out more about you and the show and the station, all these sorts of things. Yeah. Um, our next caller is going to be Penny in Kitchener. Penny on line one in Kitchener. You're our next caller on Consignment Heroes. How are you? Hi, I'm fine, thank you. What do you got? I have a Limoges urn. Okay. Um, it's a very big piece. It's about three and a half feet high, about three feet around. The pattern on it, I believe, is called corking, and it has an intact lid. Okay, is it is it deco or is it hand painted? It, it, is a is there a decal on it? Is it decal image? I or believe it's hand painted. I'd like to see it on what's it, uh, and the color. Can you send a picture onto the, onto my uh, uh, phone on that? Um, and what's the mark? Could, not, not right at the moment, but yeah. Oh, okay, but later on. Um, you it's, know it's Limoges? Yes. It's, it's a, yeah, you've, it's, you've, yeah, you've seen Limoges. the bottom of it? Yeah. Okay, now, is it a, see, I want to see the mark. It, it could be a Limoges out of the 1970s, and then it's a decoration. It could be Limoges out of the 1920s. It could be, you say Limoges, it could be Sevres. I it, believe it is a little bit older than the 70s, although I'm not sure. I'd have to see the mark. This is, okay. this is a case where uh, I'd like to see the mark, the quality of the work, and big is good when it comes to antiques. Big is not good when it comes to cast iron stoves, but big right. is good when it comes to antiques. So help me, walk me through this. This is a ceramic urn? Yeah. What would you use the urn for? It would just sit there, decoration. Like put a flower in it sort of thing? No, it has a lid on it, right? It has a lid, yes. yeah. Okay, yeah, so just like a statement piece. an intact lid is important. There's not too many left that have that lid. The lids always are chipping and stuff like that. Yeah. I'd like to see it. Condition. Best case scenario, what's this thing worth? <laughs> Sorry, range two hundred to 20000 Okay. Yeah. $200 to $20,000? Yeah. That's what I've been told, yeah. Penny, well, you're I probably going to want yeah, an expert eye on it. You wouldn't want to sell it for two and find out it's the other amount. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I will um, send a picture. Right, and so for people listening going, well, I'd like a free assessment. Can I just send a free photo or send a photo for free and get an assessment? The answer is yes. Grab your phone or a camera, digitize the image. You can just pick up your cell phone, click it, and send it to sales at torontogoldsilver.com. That's sales at torontogoldsilver.com or .ca. Or .ca. .ca. No, .com. 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 My yeah. mistake. Sales at torontogoldsilver.com. So if you want, you can just take a picture right now 
and just go send through email Toronto at sales, torontogoldsilver.com. Yeah. yeah. I will do that. Okay. I'm looking forward to seeing this because it could be a really good, I'm like a friend, like the China, most people have the Chinese urns and they can be some of the seventies or two, three hundred dollars. But a friend of mine just sold one for a little bit, three quarters of a million. I didn't know these even existed till moments ago, and she might have a twenty thousand dollar item just sitting there. A lot of people see. Have... I'd feel overwhelmed if I just had that in my living room. You know, the dog could knock it over, I could knock it over. I'd, you know, I'd be terrified to hear that an item in my home might be worth that much. Well, and that it's breakable. I walked into my my friend's house the other day, and on the bathroom wall, this is this Tom Thompson. On his bathroom wall, he had a Tom Thompson. This really? Could, this no be... risk there. Wow. <laughs> This this could be worth we we were trying to verify it right now it could be worth one to two, one and a half million dollars and it's just sitting there in a wet room basically yeah wow you know he's like it's some people have this stuff that it's like that case that old thing it's like okay you know costume jewelry yes and people think it's worth nothing mm. okay we sold some costume jewelry this week for three four hundred dollars friend of a friend of mine got a piece. That's worth between twenty and thirty thousand dollars for costume jewelry. Was it just plastic or what? no? No, they're probably they're, they're, some of the costume jewelry. If you get like, in it's 19- just not maybe gold or silver. Maybe it's copper, but it's beautiful yeah. or intricate. Yeah, and it's made by by a certain designer. Like last week, there's okay. You know, Sherman. You wouldn't know this, but Sherman made crystals. Uh, they had crystal jewelry. Mm-hmm. Well, in 1940, they would take a secretary's entire week's pay to buy an earrings and and necklace. Mm-hmm. Because it was quality stuff. Well, those are worth two, some of them two, three hundred dollars today. Interesting. It's costume jewelry. If it's in red or some of the good colors, depends on how wild you got your colors. But a lot of pe- a lot of people say they bring the gold and they leave the costume at home. And two things happen when they do that. If I don't get to go through the costume, I can't find if there's any gold. Because sometimes people bring in a pile of costume jewelry. Like last, that lady came in this week, and she had a pile of costume jewelry. And I found about a hundred and ninety-five dollars worth of gold in it that they were unaware of they were unaware of okay that is weird because you've mentioned this a few times in the last few months you say stop thinking of costume jewelry as garbage it's not it's not some some is not very good right but it's not all and you know the neat thing about this lady is just what are you gonna do with the money she's gonna walk across canada and i thought that was so cool like my lady wants to go see the elephant yeah this lady says i want to walk across i'm not giving the grandkids i'm going to use this money to walk across canada and explore in the summer, I hope. Well, I, yeah. I didn't. I didn't ask all these details. Fair enough. She but she's, she's got a plan. I like that. She's got a plan. But I found gold in the costume jewelry, and there's other people like that. And sometimes the costume jewelry can be worth it as well, just by itself. Uh, a, a Sherman cuff, one inch cuff that you would look at and say, "Oh, that looks like if something was bought in one of these big box stores," is worth about a thousand dollars. Is it? Because they didn't make many of them. Most of them didn't survive. Condition matters. But there's costume, even if you've got a whole pile like this, if it's, if it's $20, like I say, the garbage man doesn't run around with a checkbook. And Fair people enough. put it out at garage sales, and they, they'll put a dollar on it because it's just costume, and it's a $200 piece because it's made by Chanel in 1965. Mm. And this is where names matter. Okay? I see. Okay. 
So, so just, we'll go to break. You're going to tell okay. me what a Sherman cuff is and what it looks like. Oh, sorry. I'll I'm keep sorry. my eyes peeled. Is Sherman the designer or is Sherman Sherman's the look? Sherman's the designer. Sorry, oh, okay. I'm, I'm going too fast. People know. I just don't know. That's out of my realm. Uh, but you're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We're live in downtown Toronto until 2 p.m. You have access to Paul Kenny. He's one of the stars of Storage Wars Canada. He has found fame and fortune, finding value in items that most people overlook. Namely, uh, costume jewelry, jewelry is our latest discovery. If you have a question about an item that you own or that uh, maybe you've inherited and you're wondering, what is this collection worth and what is it exactly? You can give us a call, 416-360-0740. We'll be right back. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. We're live in Liberty Village taking your calls about your stuff. Our next caller is Dorothine in Scarborough, and apparently she has some Eaton's collectibles. We were talking about Eaton's catalogs earlier. Okay. Dorothine, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. What do you have? Well, I have two, two items. One is um, 1901. Eaton's catalog in A1 condition, and I have what they used to call a shin plaster, 25 cent paper money, and it? it goes back to 1923. Okay, the shin plasters came out three times, uh, 1870, 1901, and 1923. The reason they call them shin plasters is they're worth virtually nothing. They, they'd use them as paper. Um, the pla- they're, they're worth between six we sell bad condition ones between six and ten dollars, and they go up to up to about a thousand. But they have to be just perfect, perfect. mint. <laughs> I mean, it has to be look like someone put it in a in a bank vault for all these years. Okay. I see. Okay. But other paper, but there's other paper money like the um, the a four dollar bill is worth thousand dollars. We a mentioned bill. Canadian five hundred dollar bills. Oh, and yeah. everyone I know has mentioned it to me, like, oh, did you get to see one? Did you did you have one in studio? I've never seen one. I've heard of them. Everyone's had $1,000 bills or seen them in yeah. Canada. I have never seen one in person, a $500 I'm, bill in this country. I'm hoping to. Uh, I haven't gotten to see it yet. The gentleman apparently has two of them. I'm hoping one is a French one. Um, what do you mean a French one? They come, Back then, they came in French and English. They did? Yeah. Wow, look at I'm learning all kinds of things. You know, Ben, you're learning a lot on this I'm show, aren't you? I'm a very bright guy. That's right. <laughs> so you're saying there's French and English $500 Canadian bills floating around in this country, and they're worth thousands of dollars. More than thousands, a lot. Wow. Uh, the French one might be worth 250 What do you mean 250 
Well, if I say two fifty as casually as that, I mean two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, I was gonna say my heart stopped. You mean two hundred fifty thousand dollars in that area? Yeah. Wow. Uh, but it has to be good. There's a lot of ifs now, and then we again, we have to go and verify it. And I can probably sell it almost right away. I have so, a customer for it. Okay, so this is like the hottest item you could find then, a Canadian $500 bill. Everyone scour everywhere, find one of those. It's a jackpot lottery win. You don't buy it. But there's other stuff. The $1,000 bills. A devil's face uh, thousands worth money. Comes up. The important thing here is condition. Like we just said about the shin plaster, condition, condition, condition. Dorothine also sort of interrupt. Yeah. She has an Eaton's catalog from 1901. Right. Uh, okay, there's two of these available. One's the reprint one that came out, and one is the original one. An original one is probably going to be around $100, $150. The reprints, actually, probably, actually, if I had a real one, 1901, even though they reprinted, I could probably get four or 500 for it. 1902, 1903. But 1901, they reprinted, and most of the ones that people tell me they have are the reprints. And the reprint, even as a reprint, sells for 20, about 24 25 bucks. <laughs> what? No, because it's they repopped Eaton's catalogs from nineteen. 19- I understand. Okay, listen, they remake Shelby Cobras, the AC yes. Cobra. They're a beautiful car. Yeah. They can you can literally buy a brand new stock when they're basically making. That's a beautiful, spectacular car. The idea that there was such investor demand for yep. reproduction Eaton's catalogs. When did they come out? Oh, I don't know. I think it's in the eighties. Wow. But uh, wait a minute, the Eaton's might have done this. There's an old story. How do you make a million dollars? The Eaton's way. Was to start with a hundred million, do enough things wrong. Don't worry, you'll get to a million. Okay, <laughs> so this might have been one of the things they did wrong. Okay, but, you, but this is important. The difference is, and this is why you need an expert like ours, us, to tell you between the repop, sorry, the reproduction, or the real one. And sometimes the subtle differences all the way along. You know, Dorothine, you think yours is a repop to lose, use the lingo? You got a repop or the real deal? I'm not really sure. I would have to bring it in. Okay, all right. For you to look at it, but I wanted it sort of an estimate, you know. I can't believe a reprint Eaton's catalog yeah. is worth twenty or thirty bucks. Oh yeah, it's insane. But if you saw one, you might say, "Oh, this is interesting." Yeah, it might be fun reading. to read. Yeah, well, I imagine if you had a cottage in Muskoka, you wanted to look authentic to the time or something like that. Maybe yeah. a couple. It's a coffee table book. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. people go through and say, "Oh, look at this," and they'd say, oh, "You've got one of those over there. It's a, it's a lantern. Oh, it originally yeah, yeah. sold for nineteen cents. What you pay, buddy?" <laughs> <laughs> Dorothy, thank you so much for your phone call. Our next caller is Gloria in Barrie. Gloria, good afternoon. Good afternoon. I have a Royal Bank of Canada check with a three-cent stamp of the king on it. It's dated March the 5th, 1948. It's an excise stamp. Um, if it's earlier, um, they're pre- they, I sell those checks for around $10. Do you? Yeah, just uh, as long as I don't get too many of them. No. Um, the earlier checks, uh, when you get a little early, before anything before the war is always better because you used to have the paper drives and a lot of stuff got thrown oh, in. Oh, yeah, this is in 48. condition. I just thought the three-cent stamp, a lot of people don't realize that at one time you had to put a stamp on a check. Oh, yeah. What, you mean our government? I'm was, learning. Yes, I'd never heard that. Oh, yeah, no, they taxes on everything. What, okay. do you see? So put the actual stamp on the check? Yeah, yes. the actual stamp is on the check. Wow. And it's been stamped the Royal Bank of Canada. And the gentleman, it was made out to John W. Massey, and he's even signed the back, and it was for $38.44. Why one of the famous to... Massey family, is it? I have no idea. See, that's it, sometimes. It, checks it, made out to John A. Massey, people. and the people that issued the check 
was S.C. Johnson Belting Company. See, I don't know. Well, we need to find out who built Massey Hall. Is this one of the checks that was involved in that? <laughs> I mean, who family. knows? Yeah, the Massey family. Massey House. No, th- that's where most of the big autographs, you know, are real when they come off of checks. Like, I had all the Harold Ballard checks from yes. Maple Leaf Gardens. They're all signed by Harold Ballard. Right. So I'm, I know they're right. Right. You know, this is part of where... It's about money. It's a yeah. real deal signature. This, I don't have to get it verified or anything like that. And I actually, I think I have something. You know, man, remember last week we were talking about Southworks? Yes. Remember I said they were having that sale? Okay. Yes. I'm sorry about the checks worth about $10. And, but I got some of those checks, what reminded me, I have them in my booth at Southworks. Oh. At, uh, <laughs> at, uh, and they're having the sale on there. People are having between 10 and 20 and 50% off. And I was there on Wednesday or Thursday this week, mm-hmm. and there were lineups. There was dealers bringing new stock in because they had to repop, repop, oh, I see. refurnish their booth. There was people lined up. This sale is not to be missed. For the next month, they're moving. Oh. But there's all this stuff. Southworks is in uh, Cambridge at oh, 64 Grand Ave. And yeah. you'll be able to see some of the checks out there. And it's one of those things that I want people to go there. Glory, how did you end up with this check? It's got somebody's name on it you don't know. Yeah. No, I used to sell real estate. And this one lady, she had me clean out her basement and her husband was in the belting business. Okay. He was down in Toronto. I live in Barrie now. So she gave me, you know, empty jars. I had empty jars, get rid of her husband's belting machinery from the basement. And I just kept a few of these checks because I thought a three-cent stamp on them, and it was sort of interesting. <laughs> Did so you I keep it? She might have something. Who knows? No, no, they go about 10 We've had, we have No, but if it ends up being some oh, check Massey. involved with the Massey family and Massey Hall, or who knows, right? But he has yes, to endorse knows. it on the back. <laughs> well, I thank you both for your time. Thank, thank you. And thank you for clearing up a mystery. Well, we didn't solve anything other than it might be worth $10. Okay. But dear. not nothing. You didn't hang it on to it for nothing. No, yeah. that's right. Do you have any advertising from that basement? Okay, dear. Uh, thank yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. The I missed best, that one. The best stuff's in the basement. The people that stuff that they forget about for 10 years or 20 years or 50 years, the best stuff's always in the basement. Lois in Oshawa is yeah. our next caller. Lois? Yes. I'm told you have a rare signature. Well, it's from Winston Churchill, and it was uh, a dispatch that was given to her, his, my husband's father for the war of 1914-1918. Mm-hmm. And it was for gallant and distinguished services in the field. And uh, on the uh, bottom left-hand corner, it says War Office, White Hall, SW, 1st yep. yep. March, 1919. And then uh, it was Winston Churchill, Secretary of State for War. Yeah, no, he was a Secretary of State. So you got a letter of, accommoda- of accommodation from World War One. Signed by Churchill or his office. Would he sign those in hand? That's hand? what I'm thinking. Okay, some he might have signed. Anything signed by by hand would be 1000 to $2,000. And this then you have to get authenticated. That's but what there, a Churchill autograph goes for, a couple, maybe a couple grand. Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, but, how would you know whether it was signed by hand? Okay, the electropen, this is where the experts come in. They have a machine, actually, that will tell. look at an autograph and tell if... It might look okay to you, but they'll actually see if the ink, when a person crosses over, yeah. it's an actual crossover. You have to get into, and this is worth authenticating. If it's, if it's, if it's 
just this uh, correspondence, you might want to sell it, but you want to insure it. Um, you want to find out if it's real. Um, and if yeah. you want to hand it down in the family, they should know it's real. Sure, correct. And All I would get this correct. authenticated. Unfortunately, my guy was just here. I had a Terry Sawchuk this week that I found out. I was not I was pretty sure it was real, but I have to get it authenticated. And? It, it was good. But I also bought from an auctioneer, uh, James Garner and, uh, and a Jolson that weren't real. Oh, no. And I can't get my money back. This is why. I was taking a shot. I kind of thought so, but it's hard to tell. But my Sawchuk, it was in another book with a lot of other autographs I knew were right, and that's how it was. Okay. So uh, you've told our listeners this before, that every now and then you'll fly in an autograph expert and yes. other people can be aware of it and they can come have their stuff checked as well because yeah. you have to pick up the tab for him coming anyway. It's yeah. thousands of dollars just to get him in the door. Uh, and maybe this is an opportunity for you, Lois, so that right. you can find out the next time this autograph expert is coming yep. into the store at 10,341 Young Street in Richmond Hill and you can have him look at it. But I know. How would I know when he's coming? That's why you have to call us at the store. Uh, we'll have your number on file, and we can call you when it happens, when we're sending down a load, okay? We do with our sports stuff because I we we buy from Toronto, we sell to the world, mm-hmm. and I don't want – even you, you might tell me this is something, and if I'm selling to another customer, I don't want to come back. I My reputation's on the line, so I get it authenticated. It might look right to me. I get it authenticated, and then I know that um, they're guaranteeing it to be right. So you're wondering, well, how do I call the store? The store number is 905-737-GOLD. That's 905-737-4653. 905-737-4653. Maybe you want to consign uh, a rare item to the store. Maybe you want to sell it to the store. Maybe you want to go through the store to locate a precious item that you've been trying to track down for all of your lifetime. Rosebud, mm-hmm. right? Maybe yeah. it's an old, who knows? Uh, and uh, that's the number to call, 905-737-GOLD. You can also find out when the next autograph authentication round is happening. Our next caller is Penny in Aurelia. Penny, I'm told you have a metal statue you're curious about. How are you? <laughs> uh, kind of freezing here. I'm outside feeding the squirrels. Okay, right. okay. Don't feed okay, them. It... Feed them to the bears. Sorry. Okay. They are worth <laughs> not a lot of money in the collector world. No. <laughs> okay, it's... Uh... Cast iron, actually. It's a turtle. It's shaped like a turtle, and it's got a raised Columbus on it and a side view of his face on it, and it's got 1492 to 1893 on it, and oh. it's been in the family for years. I don't know if it's actually worth anything or not. Depends. Okay, these were given out at the, uh, the Columbian Exposition in Chicago, and uh, there was a lot. it was like the World's Fair of the time. And people went oh. there, and it's a souvenir from the World's Fair. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. And um, depending on the size, condition, and who made it, uh, it comes down to who made it. I know oh. what it is now. I know when it is. Now we have to know who made it. And that will make all the difference in the world. This is okay? a metal turtle statue. With Columbus Cast on the side. Iron, actually. Pardon? What do you mean Columbus on the side? Cast iron. Cast, Cast iron, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's raised... Uh, <clears throat> Lettering with Columbus and his side view yeah. of his face and yep. the date. And how big but is this thing? Is no, how big is uh, it? <clears throat> I'd say it's about maybe two inches, just the size of your regular little paperweight little guy. Oh, it's a paperweight. Okay, It'll be, I was picturing like definitely a, a souvenir. Foot, but... Then definitely a souvenir. Probably, I'm going to say probably if I'm guessing, 
fifty to a hundred dollars. And but if it's made by because a lot of people at that time, uh, made, like if it was made by Tiffany or if it was made by a major, um, is that possible? Possible. Wow. Anything's possible. All right. Well, hey. The World's wow. Fair back then, everyone was there. All the big names came to exposition. To, to oh, I see what you're saying. Wares. It would have been where everyone is showcasing, not everyone. just the yeah. World's I see Fair what you're was not like it is now. You know. Yeah. How so. would I find out who it was by? It'll There's have no a signature on. on it. Turn it upside down. You got it with you? No. Of course they turned upside down, but it's been in the family for eons, and uh, there's nothing on it that I can actually see. Send me an image. Maybe I can help you, okay? Yeah. Click a picture and email it to sales at torontogoldsilver.com. That's sales at torontogoldsilver.com. Uh, our next caller is Bill in Toronto. He's got some old china, I'm Uh-oh. told. Bill, how are you? Good, good. How are you? Not good. bad. Thank you for taking my call. Our pleasure. What do you got exactly? I have a china set which was made in China, and it was a wedding uh, china set for my grandparents about eight years ago, and it's about 200 pieces. Totally. I don't know what... You're expecting a big family. So at least 80 years old is what you're saying? Yeah. Do you know the make? It's made in China. It uh, says made in China on it? Yeah. In block letters? Yes. Okay, could we just have it? Why to see... ask in block letters? What's the distinction? Well, no, because for? it could have the Chinese characters made for the Chinese market. That's made for export. Gotcha. I'm okay. with you. Because over here, not many of us Canadians can read Chinese. No, yeah. That's right. <laughs> not nearly Mandarin as many as over Cantonese, there. Sure, yeah. So it's made for export. Um, it'd be better for, if it says made in, that means it's after 1920. Uh, yeah. And I'd have to see the actual pattern. Uh, but as a general rule, some of the stuff that was coming out of China that time period was not at the best of quality. Depends on the quality of the set. And, but the idea that you've got 200 pieces, uh, it's a large set, and someone might have use for it that way. Okay? Mm. I have to see a picture of the motif and what it looks like. Mm. Just okay. But without okay. maker's mark and knowing the pattern you're saying, it doesn't stick out as something as particularly valuable necessarily. But 200-piece set's always a nice piece. I see, I see. Our next caller is Lorraine in Caledon. Lorraine, welcome to Consignment Heroes. You're live on Zuma Radio. Thank you. Hi, how are you today? Pretty good. Good, good thank you. Yes, I'm curious. I have a uh, 1850 secretary. Um, it's, I believe, walnut. Okay. It's, it's a Victorian era, and I'm not sure if it's Italy or England. I know this is a job, a secretary. What is she talking about? Again? No, no. You're talking about is it a roll top or is it a roll top or is it just uh, a writing desk? It's a writing desk and it oh, okay. has uh, four drawers down the side. Okay. It's and, on wheels. Okay. And you don't know what it's made of though, eh? Walnut, I believe. And you know it's 1850s? Why? Uh, because that's what I was told when I purchased it. Uh, sometimes they lie to you at the drive through but okay. I don't uh, think so. No, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I'd like to see uh, the construction on it. On um, the uh, most of the furniture right now is too small for secretary is generally too small to put a computer on. So, and but it's nice still going condos. They sell for about one fifty to two fifty. And this type of deal will be selling at uh, at the Christie Antique Show or at Southworks. You can buy them there. Uh, desks like this. One fifty, two hundred fifty dollars all day long. 
You're saying it like it's bad news. I heard her describing kindling, but you're saying it does have value. Sorry, because it's, you would think that something out of 1850 would be worth more. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah, you're definitely glasses half empty on this sort of stuff. I'm always no. like, wow, it's worth money? No, I wouldn't for, have guessed any. The, some of the furniture is coming down in price, and it's uh, people would rather go to some of the big box stores, and they buy a $500 item that's worth $3 as soon as they, come, they go over the curb, okay? <laughs> and my big thing about buying antiques is that if you buy something for 150 and you use it for five years, you'll probably get your 150 back five years from now. Right. If you buy an quality I, from one of the other big box stores, you buy something for 150. One day later, you can't get your 150 back unless you're returning it with a receipt. Right. I see. And this is where I'm trying to encourage that. Okay. You're listening to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zuma Radio. A quick break. We'll be right back with our final thoughts and maybe a few more calls. I missed a break. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over 100 vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 30,000 square feet of it, selling antiques, collectibles, and the kind of neat stuff that Paul and Bogart love so much, they've been one of those 100 vendors for 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Grand Avenue and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. Southworksantiques.com. Let's make a deal. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We are live on Zuma Radio in downtown Toronto here with Paul Kenny, one of the stars of Storage Wars Canada, an expert in stuff. He has found fame and fortune dealing in it. Uh, you, we have to wrap up the show. We're, we're moments to go. I'm sorry to everyone this. we're not going to get to this week again, as usual. I got to tell have... this story. I got to tell this story. This week, a gentleman comes into my store. I give him a quote for $1,375 on a piece of gold. In my way that I actually send people to other stores, I said... Go over to the, my next door and see what he offers you, okay? He offers them $195 less. My guy actually sold it to him, okay, at the $195 less. He thought I sent him over there to sell it to him. I says, no, and this is why I'm saying when I'm talking to customers, our listeners out there, when I say get two quotes, there's a second part of this, and it seems like common sense, but you should take the highest quote. So let me understand this. A guy comes in, you give him a quote. It's a good quote. You say, you know what? Just if you don't trust me, go across the street and compare. Yes. And he thought you were sending him away. So he sold it for less money across the street. That's what happened. And he comes back and shows me. And I says, what were you thinking? He says, I thought you told me to go sell it to him. Bogart and I talk about this all the time. Just say, trust me. I'm giving you a good price. I'm honest, Paul. And then just end it rather than risk things like but that. I want people to feel like, I mean, the second opinion is important to me. I, I try and tell people they got to do this. But when it happened like this, and the other thing is, I hate, I dislike people. I don't want to use the word hate. I dislike people who take one quote, come over here for the second quote, and have already sold it. Those people, you should get your second quote before you sell the item. See, that's not me. I just want a guy I know that I can trust. You should okay. just say, you're honest, Paul. It's a great price. Trust me. Right. I'm just you don't have to prove the point. This who is this person? Go get his money back. Tell him to flip it or bend the other I way. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I'm sitting there. I said, "Holy cow!" <laughs> but it's like, 
It's just one of those things because I'm just kind of casual. That's a prison of your own making, my friend. You're the one sending him over there for the alternative quote. I tell him that. But, okay, I should also tell people, got to do a little bit of business. I want people to, when they hear me on the show, I'm recommending only, when you hear an ad on my show, it's someone I actually trust. Like my Sam, at, who does uh, New Generation Products, he's making kitchens. He does great work. When I'm recommending uh, uh, Southworks Antiques Mall, I go there. I saw the sale. The sale is a good idea, okay? It's 10 to 50% off. In Cambridge, it's worth the trip out there. And next week, we'll talk more about uh, the Christie Antique Show. And I have some May stories. May 27th. Everyone's excited for it. I didn't realize that this is the Woodstock of the antique collectors for twice a year in Ontario. I need some uh, someone to help lift the furniture. Are you going to come with me? I can come, yeah, yeah absolutely. I'll, I'll load up. I can help you. I can be your labor that day. Sebastian Hearn, thank you so much. As always, uh, he handles all your phone calls and produces the show. We'll talk to you next week. Enjoy all the wonderful programming on Zoomer Radio. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.